Ladies and gentlemen of the internet, welcome to episode 17 of the Subscription Podcast. I'm Paul Chambers. And I'm Chris George. And this is the show where we talk about anything you can join in your life, whether it be a subscription, a membership, a loyalty program with recurring revenue or not recurring revenue, those things that you can join, we help you find great ways to build your subscription business, a recurring revenue business, and continue to expand it. Uh, we're going to talk about some fun topics today. Hot topic around Spotify against Apple. There's a new fight brewing there. Uh, I want to dive in and highlight a tool. We always want to find ways to produce value for our, our podcast listeners. So we're going to talk about some fun tools and introduce that segment. I want to play a fun game with you, Chris. We're going to do name that subscription. Oh, boy. And I see if you can guess it. I'm borrowing this idea from um, a podcast with Nick Sharma and Moise Ali. And then uh, I want to talk a little bit about some other brands I've seen recently that don't have subscription. And okay. I wonder why. Cool. So... Uh, some big news recently from Spotify out there that they're going to stop accept, accepting subscription payments via Apple. Uh, I'm curious to get your take on this. So what that means is if you signed up through Spotify's premium plans there on like the app store, store. using Apple payment there, uh, they're going to kind of slow it down. What they're going to do is they're going to convert you to cancel your account, essentially convert you to a free ad supported listener. And then you have to go and sign up online. Yeah. Cause you can't sign up through the app. Correct. It, anymore yeah i'm assuming is there a reason why is it the fees is it the war against apple so i don't know if you recall when like elon musk took over twitter and he introduced like the subscription via twitter blue he first started to go to war with apple on that and saying you know how dare apple take their 30 percent fee on any subscription payment because that's what they do if you if you buy an app on the app store they take they take their cut but they also take the recurring yep. cuts going forward and then Tim Cook is like, you know, like, come, come here. They did a little walk around Apple Park and they sorted out their madness. And the way it works now with Twitter, if you subscribe through the web, you pay a lower fee than if you subscribe through the App Store. I'm surprised Spotify didn't do the same thing. Yeah. Well, they kind of mess with Spotify like the app iPhone does, right? In terms of like, you can't listen to it while you're... There's something. There's something that doesn't work as well as Apple iMusic, like whether you're getting a phone call that comes in. There's some functionality discrepancies. I think Alex or Bradley know. What What do you mean? Like there's there's different. Oh, they do. Oh, so they fix some bugs. But do you think that'll? Do you think that's going to have a negative impact? So if you're like, okay, well, Spotify is downgrading me, and do you would you would you love? Do you use Spotify? No. Okay. Bradley, do you use Spotify? You do, don't yes, you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you got the AI DJ. Okay, so do you pay for it? I do pay for it. And did you pay it, through, yep. for it through Apple? I did not. Okay. So you had, and it mm-hmm. downgraded you. What's your What's your reaction? What's your, your course of action from well, there? Well, first I'd have to know that it was downgraded. Okay, they're going to tell you that. Right. You're going okay. to see it. It's gonna, so gonna I see it. Yeah, I see it. I would change. You just go on the web and pay. I would go on the web and pay. Because you're committed to Spotify? Yeah, yeah I'm already in the system. I have 100 playlists. I love the functionality. I have, so you they know, know everything's in they there. They know there's no negative effect Yeah, I think people it. are going to stay with them because people like either love Spotify or they love iMusic. Do you think Apple should have a different approach on this? Do you think Apple yeah. should be looking at this? Because Epic Games went yeah. through this battle. You know, Twitter, like how long they can should, Apple hold their ground on this for? They should scale it up, right? Like as the number of users goes up, the percentage goes down. Or the reoccurring payments is less of a fee than the initial mm-hmm. sign up. Be smart. Why lose the revenue? Right. Yeah, but if they have that captive market, and let's say you know, so maybe it's only the eight hundred pound gorillas that are, that are going to do this. Does it matter? 
Well, I'm thinking that either Apple thinks we're going to switch back to iMusic because of this. I don't think they will. Mm-hmm. So then why not capture the revenue? So do you think this is a play by Apple trying to get more people onto Apple yeah, Music? I think so. So you think why else is, are they doing it? Well, no, no, sorry. So like, but Apple's keeping that. You know, Spotify is the one that's that's moving away. But you think like Apple's not backing down because they're like, oh, fine, let's see what happens. Is I mean, they want to keep the revenue. Apple Apple's going to dig their heels in because if they re- release kind of that cord a little bit on Spotify, they have to do it for everybody else. They have to do it for Twitter. They have yeah, to do yeah, it for yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's bajillions of dollars that's how much money apple has in the bank literally bajillions yeah it's actually trillions but you know and i know like this happens sometimes with new york you know you see this with like new york times washington post all these other subscription brands that almost have like a little segment of a of a marketplace there with different types of subscribers that are coming through the platform versus versus with those that are coming direct i think it's better for the subscription brands to control their market and control their yeah, audience there. For sure. So it, it's wildly beneficial to them. For Spotify, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm for sure. anybody. Outside of just the fees. So let's say percent. you're running Gentleman's Box and, and Apple said like, hey, we can make your life way easier by just having people subscribe yeah. through like our payment portal. Would you No, would I you mean, because you, you don't get the customer info. You don't have the emails, right? You don't have the contact. That was always our challenge with Amazon, right? Yep, you don't have the contact info, customer info. So, but we still sold through Amazon when we were running. Well, yeah, but it was 15% and we had, we had kind of established that if we could get a 15% acquisition fee on all customers, it was a win. Yeah. Right. So this is a little bit different because it's like a software. It's like access to something that whether they have a thousand subscribers or have a million just scales up, right? The incremental costs aren't as big, but also um, if I knew that Amazon, Apple was going to get us 10,000 subs, you know, it might've been worth it, but 30% would be too much. Yeah. Right. So 30 year. Do you think this is the beginning of the end for the Apple empire then? Do you think like, so we got Epic games is, no, is starting no, this and no, there's, they're going to be around forever. Yeah. I wonder, like, I wonder how long and I, so I think the way I would position it, if I were Apple is like, look, if you're going to bring a subscriber onto the platform, we will collect our cut of that for the first year. Anything after that first year, then yeah, then you've yeah. earned that, and you, you can. But keep then again, it. they're gonna have to apply it to everybody. Yeah. So so what yeah. if they if they do, or if it's over X amount of revenue or something like yeah. that, you could you could create it so it works, so they're not leaving the platform. Yeah. Apple, it's to Apple's benefit to keep them there because that data exists yeah. there, and what they're gonna see there. But yeah, you know, I don't. Uh, you know, I think Spotify is making the right move uh, and moving off off platform. I think you're right. Like having the customer data is wildly beneficial and. That'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens here if others start to fall. I think you're gonna see, like Bradley, to your point, you're not going anywhere, right? You're, you're gonna no. stay on that. Nope, I'll be on it. Right, and so you don't want to lose your playlist. So, I guess what are what are some other similar ones that maybe you subscribe to through Apple that you you keep that for? I'm trying to think. Maybe a streaming service. Do you pay for streaming? I've never paid through streaming service. Through yeah, Apple. no, um, I do, I do, but it would be it's Apple TV, so oh. it is, you know that. So that didn't change because it's them. Mm-hmm. Um, there might be another one though, but I, I don't think so. I, Disney Plus I did for a little bit, but I, I and I can't remember why I switched, but I ended up going to. Um, they're signing it up on the web, but yeah, it, it was Disney Plus. So yeah, that was it. Yeah. So and that's another one you wouldn't want to want to lose on for sure. It's kind of like it. I don't think Plus Play is the same with Verizon. What they're doing with their Plus Play. Um, 
you know, they're not necessarily, I don't know if they are collecting revenue on it. I haven't, I don't understand the, the rev share structure. I think they're trying to just keep people committed to their platform and stuff like that. I watched, uh, Louis shared with me a podcast recently with Patrick Campbell. It's a year old now at this point, but one of the things he's talking about, like subscription businesses and looking at total addressable market and things like that. Um, one of the things he really loves are businesses where you can lock people in. Yeah. Um, I always loved web hosting. I loved web hosting until I hated web hosting. I used, I ran a web hosting business from, gosh, I think it was like 1997 until 2010. Um, and I loved it because it took a lot of work to switch. And so, you know, if you can get people into something like that, where it takes a lot of work for them, like to move off of it, like a payment processing yeah. or something like that, those are great kind of businesses and great kind of subscriptions. But, uh, that's why like Verizon, if you can get like 10 different subscriptions you manage under your plus play account, Verizon's in a winning position because, oh, I don't want to leave Verizon because I've yeah, got my Netflix here ones, now yeah. and all this it's other all bundled stuff. Up. It's a pain in the butt to move. Yeah. Yep. You don't want to move. Um, something to think about too from a experience standpoint are the things you can do as a, as a subscription business to offer value and create more commitment from your community, like more buy-in there. Yeah, so I think, I mean, one, I think it depends on what the subscription business is, right? Sure. So getting more buy-in from the community would be, but so what you're saying with what Verizon's on, they locked them in. It's very different than getting more buy-in. So like, if you're talking about bundling, it's, it's for subscriptions, it's like offering more value than just the product or service. More of a pain to leave. Like, let's say Dollar Shave Club, for example. Yeah. If Dollar Shave Club started offering you like shampoo and body yep. soap yep. and all these what other things, do? you're like, oh, gosh, I'm getting all this stuff through Dollar Shave Club. Yep. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to leave Dollar Shave Club to go to Harry's now. Yeah, yeah. If the Harry's didn't do that, yeah, because Dollar Shave Club wanted to own the bathroom. But, um, yeah, I think it comes down to whether it's a necessity or not. Yeah. Right? Walmart Plus is a great example. you got Walmart Plus. You have your Paramount under there now. Yep. Yeah, it's Gosh, all bundling. I'm getting discounts at gas and all these free other shipping on groceries. So it's like, why would I order my groceries from Amazon because I get a free delivery from yeah. Walmart? Why like would I go could, to Kroger? I yeah. get free delivery from yeah. Walmart. Yeah. So I think like there's there's definitely an edge there in keeping those things together and, and offering more. What it sounds like is when there's like ways that you're offering value that are necessities to the home, or at least like provide convenience to you mm -hmm. it, it, it adds more value keeps the customers around because you start to think of the other value than what you just pay them yeah like so even amazon prime sorry to interrupt you like you also get prime video right so get the nfl like you get like i can't cancel prime because of thursday night football yeah i'll never cancel or like friday night football what's that i'm just kidding oh. remember there's a podcast a couple episodes ago oh, no. where i'm like oh yeah and then who's got a broadcast on friday night and uh, the one time my wife calls me, I didn't tell her not to call me. Um, and you're like, yeah, football isn't played on Friday night. I was like, oh, okay, clearly I don't watch sports. Just high school, baby. <laughs> just high school. <laughs> just high school. Yeah. Which I think it might be televised in some places. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, <laughs> so I was sure that with my buddies. They're like, you're an idiot, Chambers. <laughs> um, so uh, I want to come back to what you're talking about, like convenience and stuff, because I, I was at Grow. New York City last week, um, great a great event, and I saw Hero Bread on stage, kind of talking through uh, just their business model and everything else. So I jumped on Hero Bread's website to check them out and to learn more, and I noticed they don't do an auto ship mm. or a subscribe and save, if you will, and I was surprised by that. It's like this is bread. This is a mm -hmm. staple I buy every single week. And Hero Bread's pitch is it's like healthier bread. It's yeah. less like 
yep. process stuff and things like that. Uh, they're a customer of Grapevine, which is a social whitelisting service. Mm-hmm. We love us. I was sitting there talking with Grapevine while I was watching that talk. And, um, and I was, I was fascinated. Like why, if you were a, a brand like that, don't you feel like there'd be a natural thing to have? And what you asked them why? I didn't get a chance. They, oh. they got bombarded after they got off stage and I was yep. like, I'll find them via Nick and Caroline afterwards. Yeah. I mean, it's a no brainer. Right. Especially there, when they look at the data and see that these customers are buying monthly or weekly. Is there a reason not to do that? No. Unless, unless the, they think their customers are not going to want to buy because they're forced. But you don't have to force them into it. Offer them a discount right. to be subscribed. Yeah. I mean, subscriptions should be a part of every brand. We know that. Yeah. And then it's a, at that point, it's like a tech stack implementation, yeah. right? Easy. Um, and I think, you know, there's there's tons of, of things to like look at there you don't you're not i mean back in the day when we launched gentleman's box it was like one platform we, could use. we had to like hack it together with yeah. woocommerce and now you got recharge you got bold you got stay you've got yeah. subly you've yep. got tons of great ones out there um, easy so easy 24 yeah. hours could be up and running is there anyone that stands out in your mind right now where you're you're talking a lot of these brands yeah. on a, a weekly basis where you're hearing like good feedback in terms of tech stacks I mean, I think they're all trying to innovate, right? Mm-hmm. It's gotten super competitive. Yeah. But we've seen some new ones come out, like State at AI, and I was doing some really cool things. You know, Recharge and Boulder still staying um, really competitive. Subway's got some really cool things. I think the most important thing is that not every tech stack works for every business, and so you need to find the one that fits your needs. But they're definitely coming out with some really good stuff and making it easier than ever. It's like literally yeah. 24 hours you can be up and running with. What are some of the checkboxes that you think people need to be looking at when they're they're looking yeah, at these, customization, these things around customization? What does the what does the experience look like on the front facing side versus the back end? Um, how are they? What kind of retention tools do they have in place? Those are the types of things I think it's important to look at. What does the customer experience look like? You know, how easy is it for you to use as well as the brand, as well as for the customer? Like, right? yeah. what's that experience look like? And I think, um, again, ability to customize. Yeah. You know, ability to do upsells at checkout, you, things like that. When you say customization, do you put um, integrations into that same bucket? So, like, the other platforms it integrates with. So, mm-hmm. like, Recharge has a great integration with Clavio yeah. and, and those ones out there. Yep. Kind of look at the same thing. There. For sure. I mean, most of them integrate pretty well through an API. But I think what becomes more important is like looking at, you know, what are those other tech stacks that can help you acquire customers better or retain them better? Yeah. Right. Thinking about Clavio or some of the other EMS and SMS services, like what are you able to do that allow you to really get granular with your communication with your customers? Yeah. I think like so many marketers get, email marketers especially, get so like siloed into like this mass sort of emailing and they're not testing enough. They're not segmenting lists enough. They're not looking at open rates and then adjusting based on the open rates. I think they're just doing, you know, again, there's some that are doing it really well and there's some that are not doing it well. Yeah. Right. But the tech stack, those type of tech stacks allow you to make those decisions easier. Right. The more data they can pull, the more, you know, it's like Facebook's dynamic um, campaigns. Yeah. So like Facebook will take the ads and it'll automatically mix and match the copy and the headline for you. And yeah. then figure out which one's working and spend more That's money smart. on it versus us having to make six different ad sets and AB. It automatically like dynamically switches them for you and then it puts the dollars towards the one that's working. So if somebody's getting started today, how would you tell them to evaluate those platforms against each other? Or even looking to make a move? I mean, the best thing is that to, to start with a spreadsheet, 
put down all of the things you want as, in terms of that tech stack and then put the different tech stacks across the top and then start checkboxing which ones yeah. hit it. Yeah, I met with a, a high school friend recently um, I hadn't seen in years and she reached out to me because she's looking to launch a subscription box and she said, can I sit down with you and, and just kind of pick your brain for a minute? And the number one thing I told her was, you know, she has a, she has a good idea. I think it'll be fun to see it evolve. Um, and I don't want to share it just yet. Maybe in future podcasts, we'll, we'll talk about it to help her out. But like, um, I said, before you even start, I said, well, two, two pieces of advice I gave her one, build your first X, build your first year's worth mm-hmm. of subscription boxes before you do anything else. Um, understand what it's going to look like. And I, I said, I'd advise quarterly over monthly just to start maybe a quarter yeah. a month later. But I told her, I said, before you even get started with it though, start building out content, mm-hmm. start talking about your idea in the space start talking about like your product out there and almost like becoming a bit of an influencer, like work mm-hmm. to become, even if it's a small audience, I think that could go a long way. Yeah. Positioning yourself as an expert. Yeah. Getting a feel for the audience, getting feedback. Yeah. And then when you go to launch, you've got customers that can buy right away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know the order of operations here, but um, Nadia who runs August, um, with, which is a feminine hygiene and feminine care brand. She is nonstop with content, almost a bit controversial has come out recently mm-hmm. and referring to her customers, not as women, but as menstruators, which is a really has drawn the interest from the media recently and calling, telling, saying almost like she's pushing her customers away and all these other things. She won a, a cube award at sub summit this year. And I was fascinated on the ride from the, Flight, she came in, she came straight to the Cube Awards. Um, there she filmed content with her driver and posted it. And and like it's having the mentality of like always producing content and being out there. It's tough though. Well, remember, it's like document, post create. Like, so you document everything and then yeah. you go into post production as versus like trying to force yeah. content. You just document everything you're doing. Yeah. And then you find the clips within there. And I think like that's an important lesson there because I, I have another friend that I've, t- he's a funny guy and I've told him recently, I'm like, you need to be posting more on like TikTok. And he's like, oh, I got one video up there. I'm trying to think of what my next one should be. I was like, don't think about it. Yeah, just, just do it. Just live. Yeah, just go. Just yeah. start like posting stuff. Because you know what? Yeah, like some are going to be great, but like, and some are going to be terrible. I know. I've been asking you to have mm-hmm. like a video crew follow me around every day, all day, every day for we seven years. T- like it's going to be most seven, of us just I've been asking for desk. seven years. Everybody. It's going to be you taking like sponsor calls saying the same thing no. over and over. No. What about this great conversation I had with Bradley and Alex today about something awesome? <laughs> the press record. No. See, that's the thing. We don't know when it's going to I don't to think be. we're interesting enough. We don't know when the spe- spectacular moment yes. is going to happen. That is challenging. Like and have it follow me home, watch me sleep, <laughs> wake up in the morning. <laughs> You down for that, Bradley? You want to watch Chris sleep? Yeah, I mean, if, if he's down, we'll just... What if I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm just like, oh my God, what about this? Yeah. We'll just yeah, pick up your phone. No, it's, I, pick I, your phone, push the button, easy. and put it in 4K. No, no, no. It's got to be authentic. <laughs> I think we'll just put a tripod there and have it record and just. We'll but I good. think like that's the way... Like, And the hard part is then you become the brand. Yep. Um, and you don't want to always be the brand. That's what, you know, um, August is having this challenge right now. But I also believe there's no such thing as bad press. Nope. She's getting all this press about, you know, driving her customers away. But do we actually know that? You know, as we see with all these news stories nowadays, it's like the truth is never, the truth is always somewhere in between of what what somebody says and what the headlines say. And so I think like that's an important thing. Uh, And I know Julie Ball and Sarah Williams, who help a lot of people get started with subscriptions, talk about that a lot. It's about just content, 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 constantly producing content. 
Do you think that's, we, we always like a gentleman's box. We always try to like refine things down a little bit. I feel like too much. Sometimes you have to move faster. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, it's a, like a Facebook approach to things yeah. like just build it yeah. and put it out there and like what will break will break. And yeah. yep. you got to be more careful with software though. Yeah. Sometimes with that. Um, all right. So I want to, I want to jump over to one of our two new segment highlights here is either like we can dive into like a tool review or I can, we can play the name, the subscription. Play the name of the subscription. All right. So I'm borrowing this from uh, Limited Supply Podcast. Uh, our friends Nick Sharma and Moise Ali. I'm probably going to lose. Um, can we track score? Can we keep score? How many get right and wrong? I think I think we can. I think we can I'm do that. start studying daily. Do you want me to give you the uh, vertical that it, it the yeah. segment that it lives in? It's going to. Oh, I'm sure I would guess based on what you tell me the products are. So I'll know the vertical. Okay. So what are the things you're going to. What are the tents? I don't uh, know that many that well. Like I feel like I, like, you know. Okay, so let me start off. This is a a brand with a, la- a a legacy that lasts our lifetime. Okay, or a good portion of it, a good portion of our lifetime. Okay, um, I don't know if I should say this yet, but I'll get to it eventually. Um, and it is. Do I know this revenue brand? in the billions? Revenue in the billions. Do I, I will make sure you know. Okay. I will always make sure you know you've come across this brand. What was before. the first thing? It is uh, a legacy that has lasted our lifetimes or close to. A legacy. So it's a legacy brand. Billions. And revenue in the billions. Okay. Any guesses? And it's really here. <laughs> Do I get multiple guesses? Yeah. Yeah. You can guess. You can keep guessing along the way and kind of, you can ask me questions no, too. I feel like it should be, I should it. be able to like guess like three times. Sure, you can guess three times. <laughs> legacy. This is like Calvin Ball where we just make up the rules along the way. A legacy brand that's in the billions of revenue. Yes. Their more. domestic revenue per subscriber at the end of 2021 was $11.15. Small. Can I get something else? Can, that get, is a, really can small. I get a vertical here? We'll get there. Okay. I need another money. Um, let's see here. As of January 2022, this brand generated 48.7 million in in-app purchase revenues worldwide. So in-app purchases. It's legacy with in-app purchases. So tell me what's going through your head. Tell me what you're thinking here. <laughs> you gotta think out loud now. This makes us way more interesting when you say things out loud. In-app purchases, leg- what was the first line? A legacy that has lasted probably a legacy. Uh, so you're saying it's been around for a long time. It's been around for some time. Sometime. I'm trying to get the exact date. Uh, yes, it has been around longer than you've been alive. Around longer than you've been alive. Okay. Hooked on phonics. Ah, that's a good guess. That's one of your three that you've given yourself. <laughs> it wasn't right. Not it. Great guess, though. Okay. Great guess. Um, now, let me tell you this. As of Q4 2022, has 96.1 million subscribers. Quickly gaining popularity. It's been around forever. Quickly gaining popularity. Quickly gaining popularity. Legacy brand. Was it a subscription when it started? Yes. Oh, boy. Now we're getting juicy out here. 
I don't want to say this because I don't think they have this many subscribers. It's like it's a bad guess. You're going to use another guess. I know, but this is a bad guess. Okay, but it counts as a guess. So just because you labeled as a bad guess doesn't mean... I know. I don't want to waste a bad guess. I think you should just go for it. 96 million subs? Yeah. That's an insane number. And... Has in-app purchase... Is there a sign-up? Is there a monthly fee? Oh, yeah. Subscription. So... And there's in-app purchases at the same time? Well, that's that's where a percentage of their revenue is driven from in-app purchases, yes, according to that stat. I mean, listen, we're talking about historically with subscriptions. It's, it's like media. Uh, it's how about media. I tell you the a target market now uh, where main visitors are coming from? U.S. males age 25 to 34. So it's website, U.S. males ages 25 to 34. So it's okay. a media publication targeting a younger generation. Ah, we've narrowed it down a little bit. You've narrowed it down, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. You've so, narrowed it down in the media publication category. Yeah, is that correct? Targeting a younger demigration. I, uh, demographic, I said. I mean, um, that would be, you'd be walking down the right path here. And it's always been a subscription? Path. Since you've been alive. Since you've I, been alive. I mean, I don't, it's, it's, not, it's not the New York Times. Now. What? Maybe another hint. Okay. There have been iterations of this over the course of time. There have been iterations? It's taken on it. different forms. Yes. Iterations. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, you know, we have to be careful with this because <laughs> give me a dead giveaway. You're I think you should make like, another guess before I tell you you're more. You're saying close. like it had one version and then it had another version and then it had another version? That would be the definition of iteration. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me think here. Since I've been alive, before I was alive, this is around and it's a subscription. It's a media publication. I'm not going to say like ESPN because they weren't a subscription when they first started. Is that a guess? No. <laughs> um, 25 to 36? 34. 25 to 34. It's not going to too crazy. I know you're going to tell me it afterwards. I'm like, oh, my God. That's a young dumb Do you want man. another market share size? In no, it doesn't even matter anymore. What? I think I will. Go ahead. They have 14% market share in the United States. 1% less than a leading competitor. I think you should make a guess. Use one of your one of your three. Another one of your three. Could be just crazy wild guess. Whatever comes off the top of your head right now. No, stop. <laughs> I need to think through this. Maybe it's a magazine that went to a digital. So it's a magazine that went to digital and now it's a subscription. Okay. Oh, we're getting somewhere. He's smirking. <laughs> He's smirking. Okay. Was there's, there's some good ones out there. There's, ESPN. Nope. Incorrect. Incorrect. That's a, that's a good guess. So it started like, as a magazine probably. Yeah, I think, I, think that's a, I think that's a solid guess based on, on what you've been Share with so okay, far. is it a media publication? Can I give you one that's going to guide you down a yeah. more narrow path? Yeah. This is going to narrow it down significantly. Okay. okay. We've done a review on subscription reviews of this one. We've done a review early, but. We did a review of it? This has been on subscription reviews. The only one that could possibly have that much many subscribers would be HBO Max. That is it. Oh, that right, is it. Right. Was it a subscription before I was born? 
HBO has always been a subscription through cable oh. television. Started in 1972. Wow. All right, I was close. Now known as Max. Um, HBO Max is yeah. I went down some good time. paths there. You did. You did. You you narrowed it. You successfully narrowed it down to media, media and publication. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. They. That are, was fun. That was sick. <laughs> hey, put the check mark. You got it. He's got this week or this podcast. Name that subscription. Um, and I, I think it's a fun, it's a fun it segment. Fun. We definitely have to continue this. Yeah, yeah. I'll, we'll, uh, we'll switch sometime. <laughs> I'm not going to be as good at guessing. As Why? You yeah, you are. My brain doesn't work like that. My brain you works know better. What I realize clues. I yeah. have sound effects. Oh, yeah. yeah do it. Have... Play the applause. What if I have this moment of fame? <laughs> All right. Before we go, I want to give our listeners, loyal listeners, a tool they can walk away with today. Um, one I stumbled across. On Twitter recently is heatmap heatmap.com um, labeled as the and this, by the way this isn't like a sponsor or anything this is just like no, a, yeah. I want to find random tools I want yeah, to talk to about the, these things yeah, value the help people help people our listeners find cool things uh, it looks like it's in beta still and I, I installed this on a property that um, I help out and it looks kind of cool so far it the what it does is the only heat map tool with revenue in e-commerce insights that's our claim so what's cool is it looks like you have to have a ton of traffic so you have to be a bigger bigger brand to see this because i installed it on um one of the element five customer websites and it's not giving a ton of really good data yet but it, what it'll do is it'll show you based on where people like a traditional heat map where they click on your site um the revenue produced from those heat map points which I think is really cool. Wow. You know, if you can, if you have like, if you want to click on this stuff, part of the page, they end up converting. Yeah. yeah it's a big deal. Like if you, if you got your social proof part versus your yep. product part, if they're going, if you're yep. seeing more of a new produce from social proof, you know, to lean into that. People get, they get to the testimonials and a buying more. They yeah. show more testimonials. Yeah. Super yeah. smart. It's, I think it's a great get to the conference. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to them. They run, um, the gentleman behind this runs a lot of, uh, He's got a lot of great, great insights on, on Twitter, and there's a lot of fun stuff happening out there. Um, but this is this is a cool new tool. Um, it'll be fun to watch it evolve. But um, heatmap.com, uh, check it out and, and see what's out there and see if it'll work for you. Um, I think that's that's everything that was on my list for today. Cool. Was there anything else you want to cover? No, yeah, that was no. fun today. That was good. If there's anything you'd like to the podcast, uh, please let us know in the comments and the um, or. You can email us. You can find us on LinkedIn or, or Twitter. We'd love to get that feedback if, if you like some of our new segments we're rolling out here or if there's anything you'd like us to review or talk about, please let us know. Always appreciate uh, the follows, likes, and comments. And then the best thing you can always do for us that we super appreciate is sharing with a friend. Um, you know, you can text it to somebody. You can share it via the app or email to somebody. That's always super appreciated. If you need to email us, you can always find us at let's talk at subta.com. And otherwise, we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.